All right, I am Haggai Davis III, along with Haggai Davis II, and we'd like to welcome you to Tech Gumbo. Our show is a conversation about the past, present, and future of all things technology that we like to keep topical, interesting, and digestible. We want to thank our sponsor, Cardinal Capital, for making this possible. Cardinal Capital connects businesses to capital. It doesn't matter what business that you are in, Cardinal Capital has the resources all across the United States that are willing to help fund organizations of all sizes, life cycles, categories, and locations. Cardinal Capital works with you to craft the best commercial finance package for you to achieve your business goals. Whether you're looking to refinance current debt because of the new government programs and favorable interest rates, or finance new equipment, or maybe you're trying to acquire another business entirely, Cardinal Capital has the resources to make it happen. When lenders cannot do a loan, they seek out Cardinal Capital to help. The Cardinal Capital guys are easy to work with and fun to be around. Contact them today at 225-308-3700 or send them an email at info at cardinalcap.net and they'll be happy to help you with your commercial finance needs. I'm going to start this segment talking about Facebook and how it turns out people are spending a lot less time on Facebook nowadays. We've had evidence of this for a while. Whenever you've seen Facebook's user count declining, this new evidence comes from BuzzFeed. According to BuzzFeed's own analytics that they talked about recently, they are noticing that people are spending less time on Facebook. You and I, we've talked about this. We're both examples. I used to spend a lot of time on Facebook, and now I, I'll open it and look at it for a minute or two, and then I'm out. And one of the reasons I'm really upset is you used to be able to go to the recent posts because I wanted to see what's what's just happening. Facebook got rid of that, so now I'm only seeing what they want me to see, and some of that stuff is a week old. I definitely agree. The move from the pure timeline to the curated feed, I think, has been one of the most interesting, we'll call it, decisions that they made. And I think a lot of decisions that Facebook made have been desperation moves recently that I'm in the same place wherever... I used to, whenever I opened my browser, my browser, one of the tabs that used to open was Facebook. And it doesn't anymore. My my browser does not open to Facebook. And I have not been whenever we were prepping for this segment. That was the first time that I opened Facebook on a desktop in weeks, I think. And I realized immediately after spending 30 seconds scrolling, I don't miss any of this. Nothing about this makes me want to jump back in and it's like oh yeah i'm pretty much done with facebook there's no more draw to it for me the only thing that i do on facebook anymore to any extent is i'm posting information about our radio show about tech gumbo and the occasional lsu baseball game score but other than that it's just not it's not interesting. It's not fun. It, it's just dull. I, I saw, I was watching a show last night that was from 2016, and a character made a reference to, oh, I saw it on Facebook. And I remember watching that show for the first time in 2016 and having that be a valid experience. And even in just the six years since then, how much has changed that no one that I know would say, oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Because none of my friends use Facebook, and they definitely aren't keeping up with old high school friends on Facebook. 
it's just such a sea change in a small period of time. And things at Facebook are really getting desperate and really getting stupid now. This next story is one that is fascinating and it's kind of scary what they are willing to do. So Facebook has hired a political firm called Targeted Victory, and the overall goal was to sling mud at TikTok in as many places as they can to astroturf strong negative public sentiment. That's right. Which in in this is such a sad, sad thing to see a company the size of Facebook. This is a three trillion dollar company not long ago. They're now hiring a, a political operative firm that just wants to have local media buys, have local letters to the editor to talk bad about TikTok so people won't go to TikTok. They'll come back to Facebook. Exactly. And it is all the way through this story, starting off with just targeted this company saying that we need to get the message out while Facebook is the punching bag that TikTok is the real threat, especially because it's foreign owned and just leaning into all these different things here. Bonus points if we can fit this into a broader message that the current bills targeting Facebook aren't where the members of Congress should be focused. It is just all the way down. How much fear and outrage can we stoke about that other company and not about us? This was a Washington Post article, so this wasn't some fly-by-night operation where this this story came from. People who work for this this firm, Targeted Victory, shared emails with the Washington Post as to what they were doing, how the different stories were being written, how they were targeting, saying, you know, some scared new parent was worried what TikTok was going to do to their children, and they needed to be stopped, and this is horrible. Oh, yeah. The number of times whenever they would intentionally try and get stories written, that would be with the headline, From Dances to Danger, How TikTok Has Become the Most Harmful Social Media Space for Kids. That's what they were trying to push. They were trying to draw some line between TikTok as this naive, goofy place wherever teenagers do silly things to it's now bad because it's new. There's something wrong with it and you should be afraid and that you should come back to Facebook because you know what Facebook is. They started a story and I remember when this came out last October, the slap a teacher challenge or something like that was going to be on TikTok. And this was a story that was created on Facebook by this targeted victory group so that people would think bad about TikTok because teenagers were going to go slap a teacher in the middle of a classroom. That never happened, by the way. You just can't do that. Right. This is so underhanded, and it is it is disinformation that is the word to describe this it is a political operative firm that is using messages which have some kernel of truth to them tiktok does have some negative aspects to it that we should be analyzing we should be critiquing but 
we should be doing that in a calm and rational and logical way and that none of what this firm is doing is justified. This is all completely overreactions. It is paid for by Facebook because they are afraid. They are afraid that their $3 trillion market cap is going to disappear because their product isn't cool anymore. It is not hip. It is not innovative. People don't want it. So instead of getting better, they're just going to burn everything to the ground. When you go back and look at the fact that we're comparing what Facebook is doing with this targeted trend to what Putin is doing in Russia, that's not something you want to be compared with. Yes, this is di targeted disinformation. And that is the, the best phrase that I have because they were intentionally going after certain congressional districts with these letters to the editors. They knew that there were certain politicians who were maybe on the fence about it, or there were certain state attorney generals who were considering bills. And so they would go into that newspaper and get an op-ed post to try and generate public pressure to place more political pressure on TikTok. That is how specific they were. That is how exactly they knew what they were doing. This is the playbook of of the bad guys let's make this clear the good guys do not do this this is lying this is using all of the wrong gears of society and we should be very very critical of anybody anywhere who does this but especially whenever one corporation has all of the money in the world to throw at another corporation to tear them down like this You've got a $3 trillion market cap, and you're not spending money to make yourself better. You're just, you're trying, like you said, trying to tear down your competition. That's a frightening revelation. You are literally the largest company in the world, and you're going after your competition viciously. This is, it's not criminal. But it really, really stinks. Absolutely. It probably, it's possibly should be criminal. Maybe, maybe not. But it really is scary that this is what we know about that they're doing. How much stuff happens that we don't even know about? Facebook is one of the largest information platforms in the world. Are they going in behind the scenes and artificially inflating stories that talk about TikTok negatively? You have to think that their algorithms aren't on the level. You have to think that there are messages that they are more comfortable with that are just happen happening to rise to the top on their own somehow magically. You have to believe that this is this is not the only place where you're doing this. When you're in control of the Facebook algorithms, you can have the algorithms do anything you want them to do. And anytime you want it to say something bad about TikTok, because my generation still reads Facebook, you know, yours doesn't. Your your generation has pretty much moved away from Facebook. And and so when you want to get grandma and grandpa all riled up. You get some of the, the political news sh medias 
involved and you, 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 you give them this red meat to go chew on for a while, they're going to run with these stories. Well, I think we have to be careful because that's the thing about this is that at a certain point in time, it becomes real. That even if you started with nothing, if you just say slap a teacher TikTok challenge enough times, it will become real. Someone will not know that you made it up. And so someone will go out and do it. And then all of a sudden it becomes real. It wasn't, but you base it in something which sounds like it could be real and you get enough people stoked up about it. You get enough people who are just angry and who, who have that fear in them and something which was not a concern, which didn't matter all of a sudden it becomes an Ouroboros and it becomes real. And it's, well, where did, why are people upset about it? Because people are upset about it. And it becomes the self-feeding cycle that is really the basis of a lot of other things inside of our media ecosystem. And that's, that's part of why this whole thing is so terrifying to me is that we we can prove that this happened. We know, we saw the emails that lay out this whole campaign. They they did not invent the strategy here. They are not the first people to do this. This happens in a lot of places and a lot of times about a lot of topics that we just don't know are being astroturfed. Oh, you know, the both sides of the political aisle take their their they swing at each other very hard and at the at the federal state and local levels and and so yes this is nothing new except for the fact that this is facebook doing it that's what's new and that's what's that's what's so wrong with social media and so much about technology and that's why that's why facebook's in trouble whenever you have the amount of money and the amount of power and the amount of clout that they do People who have money and power like to keep their money in power and will do a lot of things and will justify a lot of things to keep that money and to keep that power. This really, I have to believe this is not going to be the last time that we see Facebook lash out. It'd be one thing if they were able to produce evidence, if they were able to you know, talk about very specific things like we'll talk about later to bring valid criticisms against TikTok. That is entirely reasonable and perhaps should be done. It's if they were also promoting themselves, they're talking about their great new products that people wanted and that were interesting. That's also fantastic. But this cloaking dagger, this gross, dirty mudslinging is terrible. It's fun. It's fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And that's what Facebook is slinging. FUD. And, okay, if you're going to do it in a political campaign, two political rivals, okay, fine. That's just two individuals. But you're taking on, you're the largest of the large corporations. And you're taking on another big, not nearly as big corporation. And you're, you're doing some really just horrible things i'm so done with facebook this is so disappointing oh and that's 
that's why no one else does something like this is because any credibility you had left, there was basically zero. But anything left, you have lit it on fire. You have completely nuked it because this reeks of you're terrified. You have nothing left in the chamber. You have nothing that you feel comfortable about. You have no big news. You have no nothing that you said, all right, we're building this press conference, whoever we're going to announce our next big thing. And that's what's going to drive the headlines. We're going to dump all of our media into promoting that. Whenever the bench is empty, that's whenever you resort to things like this. You hit it right there. They're looking down the bench and they're looking at anybody under the age of 50 who's not going to Facebook, not going to Instagram, and they're going, "Uh oh, boys and girls, we're in trouble. Let's go spread some FUD so people will come back home. And the word's out, it's going to be bad. Facebook's in trouble. You have to think that their metaverse, that was that was it. They said, okay, you know, we're not doing great right now. We have all the scandals, but it's okay because we're gonna we're gonna drop the metaverse and we're gonna have the video with Zuckerberg and he's gonna have his little avatar and that's gonna light the world on fire in the good way. And everyone collectively w- looked at that and went, not a chance in a million years. And we we said that we have whole episodes shredding it as to why it's such a terrible idea. And I think that genuinely caught them by surprise. And that's that's why you have this move here. This is the panic response that, uh-oh, that our, our ace in the hole flopped. Now what? I just can't say it enough. Facebook is in trouble. But we do want to mention one thing. TikTok does have their issues. They're not perfect. And we're not going to be cheerleaders just for TikTok or, or just not... Pounding on Facebook's drum is is real easy to do. There was a study that came out of the Australia's Journal of Pediatrics and Child Health that found that there are undiagnosed and untreated psychiatric disorders from teens who spend too much time doing TikTok. And that is why it is important to have some criticism of TikTok. But one of the things that we try to do is make sure that our sources are founded, that this, as you mentioned, comes from the Australia Journals of Pediatrics and Child Health. And so there are real problems with the platform. The fact that you have people who are experiencing all these different mental health issues from the the suicidal thoughts to having these tics, there are negative consequences from too much TikTok. There's a study out of Cincinnati that one out of eight kids who come into the hospital have mental disorders from from spending so much time, not just on TikTok, but in social media in general. But the majority of them, because that's where the majority of kids are right now, is TikTok. And they're trying to to, to tell people, you got to slow this down. You, your kids are 12 to 17 years old. They don't need to be spending four, five, six, seven hours a day looking at TikTok videos. And that's part of, to to bring the bow around it, why that Facebook story was so frustrating is because we do need to have real, honest, hard conversations about the things that should be done about TikTok. But they should be genuine conversations they should be level-headed conversations they should be based in facts and data and good science 
And that is how we can end up in a place wherever these things, which can be fun and can provide entertainment, can be safe to use. But if everything we see about them is, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever, then we're never going to be able to properly regulate it. We're never going to be able to have it end up in a healthy place. And it's always just going to be terrifying. If you're a parent with a teenager, you know, try and, and get some moderation into your kid's usage of, of social media. And we want to thank General Informatics for sponsoring our show. General Informatics is an information technology firm with a mission. And that mission is to make our clients even more successful through the best use of technology. Based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, General Informatics is a premier IT managed services provider delivering exceptional managed IT solutions to a diverse base of customers from Texas to the Carolinas. From the beginning, we have maintained our commitment to meeting the growing needs of our clients through the continuous use of innovation. With over 20 years of experience and a team of 120 plus employees, including technicians, engineers, programmers, and designers, GI has evolved to become the leading IT partner of businesses, schools, and government agencies. Our managed services teams can run your digital infrastructure or support your team on an on-demand basis, letting you focus on your business's strength. This has become a proven formula, so proven that 98% of our clients continue to do business with us year after year. Whether you need new IT services, new technology, or you just have a question, visit us on the web at geninf.com. And if you enjoyed our show today, we're here on Talk 107.3 FM every Saturday at 4, and the show will rerun Sunday at 4. If you missed any part of our show or you would like to hear any of the previous episodes, check out our podcast, which is available on most every platform, including Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podcast Attic, Overcast, Player FM, and more. And when you're there... Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified every time a new episode is posted. If you like our show, if you have some suggestions or want to submit a question, let us know by visiting our website, techgumbo.net, or send us a text, 225-255-0431. Thank you for listening to Tech Gumbo.